motherfucker to bring me some motherfucking weed from the hospital, man. Fuck that. Tell that boy to go pick up 10,000 from Dez and go take about like 20 G's from Gino. What's going on, everybody? This is Notorious HFL Podcast, and I'm your host, Notorious HFL. You can find me on Huge Fat Loser on Instagram and all other forms of social media. And my name is Aaron Lohman in real life. The opinions in this podcast are my opinions and my opinions alone, not the opinions of anybody else or my employer or anybody else's employer for that matter. They're my opinions and my opinions alone. As always, I thank you for joining me. It's been a short hiatus. I've had a lot of uh, things going on uh, personally, privately. Uh, Most importantly, I had my basement being redone, which is where I usually do this podcast. But what's cool is I'm actually speaking to you now from what is the one room studio of HFL madness, which is uh, where I create all my stuff now. Uh, where I will be creating my podcast, where I'll be creating um, all of, uh, you know, content um, in here right now. Um, So I'm grateful to be able to do that, and I wouldn't be able to do that without you guys, without my supporters uh, who support me. So thank you very much. Today is going to be a little bit different, and today I'm your president, and welcome to the State of Cop Culture Address. I put a, uh, a homemade meme on my social media the other day where it was the infamous uh, bike rider throwing a stick in the own spoke of his bicycles and then blaming somebody else. And it went something like this. The top of it said, the state of law enforcement, mental health and suicide uh, crisis. And then the spokes was toxic cop culture which actually threw him off the bike. And then he blamed administration, the brass, the media, and whatever else have you, right? The people who got it, get it. The people who don't, they probably won't ever get it. And uh, it became a a little bit of a heated debate. But um, let's first talk about this. Yo, I don't know what uh, what, um, branch of law enforcement you work for. I don't know what department you work for. But I think that we could all agree that the administration in those areas can suck sometimes. The politics suck, right? Uh, we have supervisors um, who suck, right? The, all these things suck. Um, but at the end of the day, the things that like that, we have no control over them. Zero. We have zero control over how the brass is going to fuck us today. We have zero control over how your boss is going to fuck you today. You have zero control over how some politician or some lawmaker is going to fuck you today. And uh, while those things all suck, we have control over none of them. Okay? And because we have no control over them, we have developed a cop culture surrounded around blaming those things for every single downfall or every single problem that we have as a cop culture because they're an easy scapegoat, because they're an easy out. It's easy to point at something you can't control and can't change and be like, it's their fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's not my fault. There's nothing that I could possibly do to change or to decrease suicides or increase the resilience of myself and the people around me or to make the the job better 
or to make things better or to make suicides less, right? There's nothing I can possibly do because no matter what I do, these guys that I'm pointing to that I can't control are in control of it all and it's their fault and life is just the way it is. And I'm here to tell you that that is complete fucking bullshit, okay? While those things suck and they ha- they can for sure have a bad effect on you, what has more of an effect on you is the things that you go through every single day with the people next to you and how you choose to interact with each other and the culture that has been created around law enforcement that we see as acceptable, right? We need to start pointing at each other. We need to start calling each other out on our bullshit instead of enabling each other to engage in shitty behaviors which affect our mental health and our physical health way more than administration or politicians or the newspaper could ever do. Most of what goes on in our lives that is negative and that causes negative mental health and physical health are all controllable things that are our fault. And I'm sorry if that makes you unhappy because you can't blame somebody else, but it's our fault. A lot of it is our fault. And it might, some of it might not be your individual fault, but it's the cops that came before you that started this whole shit that is so deeply ingrained in cop culture and police culture that it's now accepted as normal, right? The biggest threat to law enforcement and law enforcement culture is law enforcement itself, Okay, we are our own biggest problems and our failures to see that and to address these things are, are what is causing our downfall. Okay, our individual downfall. It's what's causing us to eat each other alive, to eat ourselves alive and to cause the suicide epidemic that's happening currently and continues to happen and won't stop. And we're not going to fix it by enabling each other into shitty behavior. And that's what I see a lot of these uh, police charity, police suicide charity pages do. That's what I see a lot of these inspirational um, suicide speakers do is they choose a path of enabling because it's super easy to get everybody united against something, right? That's what everybody's doing these days. That's how it gets popular is to be united against something that you can't control. Possibly then everybody gets angry or upset and emotional and they're all surrounded around those things, right? It's easy to enable each other and be like, oh, the police career is hard. It's not your fault that you became an alcoholic. It's not your fault that you have shitty behavior or mood swings or don't take care of yourself or are currently or constantly stressed out. Uh, cursing out your family and having an attitude and uh, living a shitty life. It's not your fault. It's the administration's fault. And I fucking cannot stand that because all you're doing is encouraging people to continue to act this way. You are cur- you are constantly enabling people in law enforcement to act like assholes. And that's why we act like assholes is because we look at each other and we accept it as this is a normal type of behavior, right? Because the people like these charity pages and um, other people, because they want to be popular and they don't want to ruffle any feathers, is they join you. Instead of telling you what you need to hear and that's that you need to fix your own shit to fix your own house first before you start pointing it outwards, Um they try to get down on your level to be popular and to be friendly and to be all warm and cuddly. 
And um, it's doing way more damage than it is good. And they're doing it for selfish reasons. They're doing it so they feel good about doing something, but they're not really fucking doing anything, right? Because all they're doing is enabling you. That's what they're doing. They're making you feel justified in your shitty behavior and shitty actions because you're blaming administration or you're blaming the brass or you're blaming the news media or um, some like the people on social media. You're blaming them too. Um, when I got news for you, um, most of the shitty things that you have going on in your life have nothing to do with any of that. Nothing. It has to do with poor decisions that you've made, poor choices that you've um, accepted as being normal and continue to normalize, like drinking, um, enabling your own terrible negative thinking, mental health, bad diet, nutrition. I could go on. Uh, I, I could go on. There's a million bad negative coping mechanisms that law enforcement has that they use instead of using healthy ones. And instead of somebody coming out and saying, listen, you need to fix your shit. You're on the wrong path. You're doing fucking dumb shit. This is a path to disaster. People enable each other and be like, nah, this is just our culture, bro. This is our culture. This is how it is to be a cop. This is how it is to be in law enforcement. I mean, you could turn around and see any meme at any time. You know, the infamous meme where when you're a cop with 15 years on, you should have at least two divorces, back pain, uh, some kind of chronic inflammation of your intestines and fucking... What, no, that shit is not fucking normal at all. It's not normal in any career, let alone law enforcement, to have two fucking divorces, right? But when you tell cops that it's normal to be divorced, that it's normal to have two divorces, and that it's the job's fault that you are divorced twice, you are enabling them to continue that narrative and continue that culture, right? The same way we enable cops to believe that cheating on their spouse is okay. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into it, all right? Now, when I posted that meme originally, what I was talking about was obviously the 4-4 precinct incident. Now, before we get into it, I will say everybody has their own um, decisions to make in their life, and it's their own choices, and whatever decisions they decide to make is, in the end, their responsibility, Okay. And that's what this whole thing comes down to, is that we as police do not want to take responsibility for the shitty actions of ourselves and the shitty actions of every other cop around us, okay? That's why the job had to institute training to tell you to step in when some other cop is fucking up, right? Because we don't take responsibility for our quote-unquote brother and sister. Instead, we'll let them fucking bury themselves instead of stepping in and be like, yo, 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 this is not a good idea. Right. And that comes at the basic level of don't be a rat. Don't be a snitch. Don't get involved. Well, that's fucking stupid. All right. I'm not saying um, when it comes to inappropriate behavior to fucking go tell on somebody, but you should, as a fucking human being who cares about that person, step in and be like, yo, 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 this ain't a good idea. This ain't a good idea. And if you just are having the, the rationale that, oh, this is the, they're, they're just consider they're adults and, you know, they have their, yes, that is true. But you as their friend is also an adult and we all know that we make mistakes and sometimes we have too much to drink or we make, we're about to make a mistake and we see it coming like a train wreck and we don't fucking stop it because we as cops, we accept this type of behavior and this recklessness as fucking normal. Okay, and there's going to be people who listen to this who want to debate this with me and how this was some kind of fucking isolated incident. Yo, I got 15 years on. I've been to enough uh, precinct functions to tell you that this behavior is fucking 
normalized. This ain't the first time. All right. And if you're a police supporter or a police wife, listen to this. Yo, I saw, sorry to break the news to you. Sorry to spill the beans. I'm the fucking rat of the group, I guess. All right. But this is the type of shit that goes on at events like this. This is nothing new. All right. I remember 15 years ago rolling into my first club party thinking to myself, what the fuck? Okay. I was an adult at the time. I was 24 years old. And let me tell you something. I lived out my life in college, but this was like 13th grade times 10. And it always continued after that, right? Because it's normalized for some reason that it's okay for cops to act like this. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's not okay for anybody to act like this, especially cops. Well, you know, we're cop, we're people too, and we need to blow off some steam. Yo, there's a big difference between blowing off some steam and constantly embracing the fact that we get completely shit-faced every fucking weekend because we have a stressful job. I got news for you. We're not the only people on the block with a stressful job. There's plenty of people out there with a stressful job. Well, it's not like us. Yeah, you're right. There's people out there with more stressful jobs than we have. Yeah, but they, but they could die. We don't even have the top, one of the top 10 deadliest jobs. You know that? That's like one of the rumors out there that we work one of the most deadly jobs. Now, I know I'm hitting on some real trigger points for a lot of people who will listen to this shit because now their whole identity, if your identity is a cop, your whole identity right now is being shattered by facts, okay? And the fact of the matter is, is that we enable each other to act like assholes, to cheat on our spouses, and to do all this fucked up shit that we shouldn't be doing. And instead of stepping in, we let people do it. And we do it in the name of some fucking, oh, blowing off steam or letting off stress or, you know, it's all nonsense. And we all fucking know it deep down and we're all full of shit. We are a culture that prides itself on unhealthy coping mechanisms and blaming everybody else for our problems. We are unfortunately a culture that is deeply rooted in alcoholism and substance abuse. Yeah, I'm going to get into it. We are a culture that embraces drinking like it's breathing. We are a culture that embraces what went on at this party. Oh, they were drinking, whatever. They were acting out of control as normal, right? And the reason that this type of behavior goes on at functions like this is because we have completely normalized getting shit-faced drunk all the time and acting like animals. And it's not normal. And we should stop enabling to do each other to do this. Do you think that this lieutenant felt that it was okay randomly to act like this? Or did he feel that it was okay to act like this because it's completely normalized to A, drink excessively, and B, cheat on your spouse like, you don't, like you're not married? Because cops, for some reason, love to act like they have a wife at home but that wife doesn't count when you're at work or at a work function and um, you it's okay to cheat on your spouse. Now, before we, oh, yeah, there's good, yes, there is plenty, plenty of good men out there that are cops. But we cannot deny the fact that cops around us talk about cheating like it's normal. And then we're like, we laugh it off, right? That's called a name. When you laugh shit like that off, you're like, oh, it's none of my business. No, it is your business because that cop who's normalizing cheating and normalizing cheating on their spouse, do you know what they're going to fucking do to themselves when they cheat on their spouse and then they get caught and then they get depressed and then they lose custody of their kids and then their kids get fucked up because of it and then eventually they get so depressed that they fucking kill themselves because 
You could have, you know, we all talk about the warning signs of suicide, right? No, fuck that shit. We should start taking the warning signs of life way more serious, way quicker than the warning signs of suicide. There are certain things that you're going to get into, that people are going to get into that are almost guaranteed certain to fuck up the rest of their life. One of them is alcoholism. Another one is infidelity, reckless behavior, things like this that we completely just say are okay. We say, ah, whatever, it's all good. No, it's not. Bad financial decisions is another one. Guy goes out and buys a $300,000 car, and we just think, it's, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Where are you going to get the rest of that money from? Oh, but I work 40 hours overtime a month. What happens when you get jammed up, dude? You're not going to be making that money anymore. Ah, whatever, that's not going to happen. And then it happens. Then you're in debt. Then you have no money. Then you and your wife are fighting. Blah, 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 blah. You're divorced. You're depressed. Now you're suicidal. Do you think it just starts out at fucking suicidal? Do you think it starts out as being depressed and mental health? No, it starts out as little shitty mistakes that we consistently enable and normalize that then become a giant fucking tidal wave of mental health disaster. It doesn't just start out with tiny things. It start out, starts out, I'm sorry, it does start out with these little tiny things that build up and we all see them and we all know that they exist and we all know, ignore them and we all high five each other like it's all gravy. But it ain't, all right? We need to expect better from ourselves and stop enabling this shitty culture that we've created around shitty behavior. So to circle back, right, did this lieutenant feel that it was normal? I'm sorry, this lieutenant felt that it was normal to act like this, to get a lap dance from a subordinate in a public place while under the influence of alcohol, allegedly, Okay. Um, why did he think that that was okay? It's because our culture embraces those things. You don't, there's plenty of memes out there that you can focus on and go look. Yeah. Well, you know, this, this meme says that, you know, cops and their, you know, supervisors and their uh, inferiors sleep together. Right. Uh, you know, this one's banging their driver. This one got ahead by doing this. Um, these things are not rumors. Some of them are, but a lot of them are not. And it's a perfectly normalized behavior. And I personally know at least four people uh, who wound up being divorced and leaving their wife for the person who drove them. And that's facts. That is not made up things. That is facts. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, marriage is looked at like a joke in our profession. It's optional. Oh, you're married? Yeah, but that's at home. At work, it's different. And we just accept this as normal. It's not. All right. You get married. That's who you're married to. All right. Yeah. I understand shit happens. You don't know. I don't know. You don't know my situation, bro. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, the problem is, is nobody wants to make shit work. Nobody wants to make shit work out and they want to bang somebody else. And that's selfish, egotistical, narcissistic behavior. And that's another thing our department and our culture is rampant with. Okay. I mean, they, they fucking test for it. Okay. They want to see that you're, when you take the psychological exam, and they want to see that you're perfectly 100% certain of your decisions. What kind of person is 100% certain of their decisions all the time? Fucking narcissists are. Let's be real. Let's talk about how it is, all right? So then at the very basic, at the very beginning, you have departments that are pretty much testing for narcissism, right? That's what they want. That's who they want to hire. And then um, you incorporate that into a police culture that consistently blames everybody else for their problems, that 
waters down their problems and embraces alcohol and infidelity and making terrible financial decisions and engaging in reckless behavior. And then that's what causes suicide, folks. All right? Yes, the brass and all this other shit, it fucking sucks. And that could be the straw that broke, that could very, very well be the straw that broke the camel's back. That could very, very well be the one thing on that last day that you were fucking, that that brought you to that breaking point, okay? But I'm going to tell you this right now, as somebody who was fucking suicidal, all right, it wasn't that being jammed up or having something bad happen to me by the department First of all, it was my fault, and it, you, people need to fucking realize that they do things that are their fault, and not everything is the job's fault, okay? That's number one. But at the time, I was blaming the job instead of blaming myself, and there was many other things that I had going on in my life, like not taking care of my health, drinking too much, um, not exercising, not taking care of my mental health, um, Focusing on negative things that I couldn't control, like social media and the news and me thinking the world was constantly going to end, that I could have fucking stopped and didn't. And that shit was my fault, but it was being enabled by other people out there in the, whether it be people I worked with or, you know, these police support groups or police support communities that told me that that behavior was okay and that it was normal to act like that, to act like a fucking asshole because I have a stressful job. How fucking dumb is that? And we're doing it to each other, right? And by doing that, and then the, that's fine to tell people that they suffer trauma and that they have stress because of this job and that it's understandable to not be okay is fine. And I agree with that. But the problem is, is all people do is they take that first step in telling people that it's okay to have trauma. Nobody wants to fix people. Nobody wants to take that step too and be like, all right, listen, it's understandable that you have trauma and that, you know, unfortunately you've been acting like this in a shitty way, but you need to fix yourself and we need to fix you and we need to get help and we need to stop you from destroying yourself and creating these self-destructive behaviors that we've made culturally acceptable. So we're going to take you and we're going to get you help. Nobody does that step too. Everybody just kind of lets it go because they already did the part that made themselves feel better and that was telling you that everything's going to be okay and that not being okay is okay and all this shit, all this fucking virtue signaling, fluffy clouds nonsense. They've already done that. They've already made themselves feel better. So they no longer give a fuck about you feeling better. They've already made themselves feel better. So now the cycle of enabling and hugs and all this shit continues, but nobody forces you to get better, Right. And that's something I hate in the mental health field, especially in law enforcement, is like, it's, impro- it's, in- it's inappropriate to tell people to man up these days. Um, no, it's not. And I'm going to fuck a man, what man up, woman up, whatever the fuck you want to say, it's not inappropriate. And I think one of the biggest problems where we lack is the fact that we don't tell people to man up. And the problem is that what the words man up means is like toxic masculinity, right? So toxic masculinity is some umbrella of a thing that encompasses anything somebody doesn't like about men. And man up encompass is some umbrella that encompasses something that encourages people to be tougher. And people need to be fucking tougher. And that doesn't mean just fucking deal with it. Manning up could be any multitude of things. Manning up to me, being like, yo, for me personally, manning up, yo, dude, 
you're fucked up right now. Your mental health is issue. You need to fucking man up and go see a fucking therapist. That's manning up. You need to fucking man up and do something positive for your mental health. That's manning up. You need to man up and try to take care of your fucking family and prioritize your family over prioritizing drinking and the fucking job. That's what you need to do. That's fucking manning up. Manning up is admitting you have a fucking problem and dealing with it yourself. Manning up is having a problem and figuring out a way to get help if you can't deal with it yourself and fucking deal with it and fix the fucking problem. That's the problem. Nobody wants to tell people that they need to fix their shit. Nobody wants to tell people, especially cops, that the behaviors that they're engaging in are fucking wrong. Nobody wants to tell cops that drinking, which has been so ingrained in our society, while having a couple beers is great. Getting shit-faced drunk every fucking weekend at every club party at every fucking law enforcement event is not right. And you shouldn't be fucking doing it. And we embrace that shit. And it's wrong. And if people do not think that the police department or policing has a deep, deep problem with alcoholism and substance abuse. Yo, listen, you really need to take a look at what we do as far as club parties and celebrations and all this stuff and how we treat things, right? Like, let's call, let's call it square shit right here, right? I, ha- I heard a story once where a certain um, union person said, if you pull over a cop and they have a dead body in the front seat, you better let them go or some fucking crazy shit like that. No fucking way. Are you doing them a favor? And what's fucked up is if you are an on-duty cop and some fucking on- other, co- other cop off-duty smashes into a fucking building and he was fucking twice the legal limit and you lock that motherfucker up, who's getting shit? Who's getting shit talked about them? Not that fucking cop who smashed into the building, but the cop who locked him up. And we all know that that shit is fucking true, Right? The cop that locked that guy up is going to get shit for it. Or the supervisor, rather, is going to get shit for it. Right? But who was wrong? Who was really fucking wrong in that situation? And the fact that we perpetuate this shit that, oh, you shouldn't lock cops up for drinking and driving. And, you know, I I don't do DUIs because it's bad karma. How many times have you fucking heard that line? Heard that line plenty from people. I don't don't like to do DUIs because it's bad karma. It's bad karma. How about not fucking driving drunk? How about limiting yourself to how many beers you have? How about taking a fucking Uber home, dude? Right? You're not the one who ruined that person's career by making a shitty decision. They are. Right? But we've been perpetuated this fucking lie that drinking like that and driving besides are okay. And they're fucking not. And it's illegal. And we need to be held accountable for it just like anybody else would. As we are. Right? But instead, we talk shit about each other for fucking having to take an, an arre- having to take an arrest of somebody who was completely fucking boxed out of their mind and shouldn't have been behind a wheel and could have killed your fucking child. What if that cop killed your fucking kid? Then what? What if that cop killed somebody else's kid? Right? No, but it's all gravy because we're cops and we're stressed out and we should be allowed to drink and fucking act reckless and do stupid shit. No fucking way. All right? It's fucking stupid. So once again, like I said. I circle back. This precinct incident is a bigger, it's just what is being exposed of a larger picture. And it's the fact that a lot of us have fucking problems, right? Yeah, we should, you know, we do have problems, whatever. But, you know, no, you got to get, you got to figure out that this type of behavior is not fucking cool, man. It's just, it's not okay. 
right? Then we get into the whole thing. Well, oh, they're two consenting adults, right? Yes, they are 100% two consenting adults. But you as a fucking married man, you are in a public place and you think that this behavior is perfectly okay because it's been normalized in the department. You think that drinking like this is okay because we've been taught since the fucking academy that drinking like this is okay and that we shouldn't judge each other for drinking. And yo, listen, even if we did get arrested, yo, we fucking go to the farm, bro. We'd be good after 30 days, blah, 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 blah. Listen, that's a fucking out. It's an excuse. And listen, if you do have a real alcohol problem, great. All right. But if you're using some shit like the farm because you got into a shitty fucking incident because you're an asshole, that's fucked up. Right? You should take more responsibility for your actions than trying to find an out. So now that we've established that we are an alcohol-abusing, substance-abusing, infidelity-accepting, um, negativity-biased, negativity, negative energy culture um, with enabling each other's problems, now we institute part two, which is the fucking 13th grade. Right? Um, does the brass send around your body camera video? To talk shit about it? Does administration or does your, do your supervisors or um, do politicians um, send around videos that you took with your personal cell phone of people acting recklessly to talk shit about them? I mean, the news did for sure, but the news got it because you fucking gave it to them. Because you decided that to be the cool person, you were like, yo, bro, check this shit out. Sent it out. Oh, well, you know, it's, the, it's their fault for actually engaging in the act. They got to be held responsible for the actions. 100 fucking percent. I agree with you, right? But when we talk about police officer mental health and suicide, like there comes a limit where you're contributing to. Right? You know that the incident was fucked up. You know that our culture is fucked up and the stuff that we enable. So now you're going to take this and you're going to spread it around to everybody and talk shit about everybody. And this, this is just one incident, right? I think we could all attest to the fact that we've gotten numerous body camera videos, videos from personal cell phones of shit clowning on other cops. Right? This isn't the first time that videos like this have gotten out, that videos like this have gotten out of control. And I can call which ones are going to make the news and which ones are not. And I fucking called this one immediately. This is immediately making the fucking news. And it did. Right? Because we just can't shut the fuck up. All we do is talk shit about each other. We pretend in public like we're the thin blue line. You know, we got our thin blue line Punisher skulls on the back of our cars. You know, this is my brother. This is my sister. When in reality, it's all fucking bullshit. It's the thin blue lie. Because if we really gave a shit about each other, if we were really each other's brothers and sisters, we wouldn't do shit like that to each other, right? And we expect it to be treated like shit from the brass, from the news, from administration. We expect that. But we do not expect that from each other. And that's the hardest hit to take. When you, t when you realize that this thin blue lie shit is real, listen, and don't get me wrong, in death, we take care of each other better than anybody. When we die, we take care of each other better than everybody. You know, people care, people care when you die, you have this, you know, the, the, these crazy funerals, you know, and, and people fucking show up and they care. But when we're alive, bro, we're fucking up bad because all we do when we're alive is talk shit about each other, enable each other into bad behavior. Like I talked about previously, right. And then send around shit, talk shit and text, talk shit. Uh, send around body camera videos, send around other fucking videos, personal videos, like these videos of this party, 
right? And then we fucking wonder. And then listen, meme pages, man, let me tell you, I, I love them. I follow almost every single one of them, but there's a big difference between making a joke and piling the fuck on, all right? Making a joke, all right, cool, I get it, right? I'm not one of those people who's easily offended. I'm not one of those people who, you know, whatever. But there comes a limit to the point where you got to think to yourself, am I doing more damage in this situation than I am good? Because you don't think the person sees this. And listen, even if you as the fucking meme page or the satire page or whatever page it is are joking, and I get that, right? I don't think a lot of these meme pages read their fucking comments. Read the comments section of what you post. Or even these uh, social media pages that post body camera videos of other people to quote unquote, you know, what, what they call... Uh, show tactical whatever No they're, they're posting these To talk shit about other cops It's what they're doing Read And even if they were Let's say their intentions Were good Which I don't I think there are some pages Out there Their intentions are good But most of these pages They come, they pop up out of a place Of bitterness Right Something happened to them In their career Or something And now they feel like They're gonna get Cops back Or they're gonna get Administration back By highlighting this shit To be a fucking asshole That's why most of them Are anonymous Right? If they had any balls, they would be like, this is me. My name is Aaron Lohman. I started this page and I'm gonna fucking make I'm gonna make this shit. Yeah, but I could get in trouble. Yeah, you could get in trouble. You probably get in trouble anyway, whether it's anonymous or not. They could still find out who you are. You're a fucking cop for God's sakes. You you should know that that if they want to find out who you are, they are. All right. So these pages, right? Some of them really come out of a place of hate. They hate other cops. They hate um, the administration So they feel slighted in some way By administration or other cops So now they're going to get theirs Now they're going to get theirs They're going to create these memes They get attention for And a lot of them are very very fucking Like mean hearted memes Okay And there is a border between I personally think Listen you could think what you want But there's a border between Something that is laughable, something's, you know, especially if it's vague. If you make a vague meme about something that is, ha- happens to everybody in the department, great. But when you start calling out individuals, pe- people on an individual basis, listen, man, you, it's a slippery slope, all right? And like I said, one meme, two memes, you're joking around, 10 fucking memes, 20 memes, 40 memes. Um, now, it becomes targeted. Now you're like fucking cyberbullying. Like for, for real. Like let's call it is what it is. Oh, don't be a pussy. Don't call. I'm telling you right now what it is. All right. Because if you constantly see that now you're at work, you, you had a problem at work, you had a problem off duty, whatever. Now you're going on the internet. Now you can't escape it online. You can't escape it at all in your fucking life. Now you're being bullied at work because of something you did. Now you're being bullied at home because of something you did. And how the fuck do you think that affects your mental health? Then that person goes out, they fucking blow their brains out and everybody be like, Brass should have fucking done more. This is the fucking Brass's fault. Not caring about mental health. I fucking tell you. This fucking Brass, I tell you. Because have you ever read the comments on these memes? So like I said, even let's say these every single one of these meme pages and every single one of these uh, body-worn camera posting fucking pages came out of a place of a good heart. Okay, let's let's pretend that for a second. Anybody ever read the comments in there? Okay. Some of those people are some of the most miserable fucking people I've ever seen in their entire life. They just cannot wait to get in the meme page comments and say some fucked up shit about some other cop that they know from either their agency or some other agency, call them out and be a fucking asshole bully because they're miserable with their own life. 
right? And this is a constant cycle of perpetuating this fucking toxic culture that we have as cops, right? Now we have, I already established our negativity bias, our alcoholism, all these negative coping mechanisms that we have, all this fucked up shit that we do to ourselves and each other and don't care about each other. And now we're back, now we're out there talking shit about each other. Like we're fucking perfect. Like we never make mistakes. Like we never have anything bad happen, you know, anything bad happen in our career or anything. And we just keep on fucking piling on and piling on and piling on. We talk about, and not only on social media and online, but fuck the locker room, dude. You guys talk shit about each other in the locker room. Talk shit about whoever in the locker room. We all overhear that shit. That's that's your brother? You talking shit about your brother like that? How about this? How about you ask that fucking person if they're all right? Yo, man, you okay? Look, I know you're going through a hard time right now. That shit was fucked up. How you doing, bro? How you doing, man? You know, are you okay? Do you need anything from me? Because that's what a brother would do. Listen, I'm not saying don't laugh at a fucking meme or not. Like some of them are funny. Right, but at the same time, you better be embracing your brother and sister because they are dealing with a fucking shitstorm you could not possibly fucking imagine. But instead, you would just rather talk shit about them. Like this poor fucking lieutenant and his operator or whoever the fuck she was. Uh, they, I saw memes of their fucking families, dude. Like, at what point do you just think to yourself, like, ah, this is probably a bad idea. This is not fucking funny because. Unfortunately, what happens on social media is everybody plays the can you top this most fucked up thing to post game, and we are some of the worst fucking people at it. Some of the worst, when we should be some of the best. We should be trying to help our brothers and sisters because, listen, mistakes happen, all right? Shitty behavior happens. Like I said, we are a culture that embraces shitty behavior, so how could you expect it not to happen? Don't act like this is the first time you've seen some shit like this happen, and we just brush it off. Somebody just happened to get a video of it, and it made its way to the news because we're assholes, right? But now it's in the public. Now it's in the public how we act, right? Don't pretend like you've never seen some shit like this before, and that you ignored it, all right? When was the last time you asked another cop if they were all right? When was the last time you fucking, God damn it, man, I'm driving down the block at an RMP, I wave at another RMP, they don't even fucking wave back. How many times you seen that? I'm in the academy, I'm walking down the hallway, hey, what's up, man? No look. That's how we treat each other, right? When we want to call each other brother and sister. And then we talk about, must be the brass, <laughs> fucking brass is rules, they're the ones fucking everybody. Nah, we're fucking ourselves. It's our culture. Our culture is a bunch of miserable fucking alcoholic shit talkers. And that's the fucking truth. And I love each and every fucking one of you. And I'm here for each and every one of you. And I am the type of person who will drag you from the fucking fire. I will jump in the hole and dig you out. And this is the only way to get out, get down in the hole and dig you motherfuckers out is to call you guys all out on your bullshit. And I know this because I used to be one of the worst fucking perpetuators of this shit until I realized how much it affects my mental health, how much it affects me. Even you just talking shit about somebody else, you don't think that affects your mental health? You don't think that, that people are doing the same shit to you? And that's not a justification to be like, oh, well, they would do the same thing to me. Now be better. Be better than them. That's how you create a better cop culture. That's how you create a better culture, period. Right? That's how you become a more positive culture, not only with yourselves, but with the public, right? People fucking talk all this shit about police reform. You know the way to reform police? For real. Make them happier. Make them happier. And how do we do that? 
by checking in on their mental health, by helping them out. Because I'm telling you right now, a miserable cop who's a miserable cop to cops ain't going to be a friendly cop to people. Absolutely fucking not. So if you're being miserable to quote unquote your brother and sister, how you think you're treating the public, bro? Ain't good. I'll tell you that right now. Once again, case in point right here. All right? You got to fix yourself. You got to check in with yourself and realize what the fuck you're doing to the people around you and yourself. You got to check in with yourself before it's you that we're all lining up for. Before it's some cop that you fucking talk shit about that we're all lining up for saying, how the fuck did this happen? I don't know how this could have possibly happened. Let's blame the job. Let's blame whoever. When we all know that each of us as individuals could have done better to prevent it. That we could have done better for each other to help each other's mental health instead of tearing each other down. Fuck, man. I always bring up this instance. Mike Cunahan, no donuts. One of the fucking, listen to me, listen to me. One of the fucking best people on this job. Okay, the guy that didn't, didn't know me from a hole in the wall years ago. Guy invites me to do a bunch of shit. The guy appeared on uh, the cover of a magazine. The name uh, the fucking mag- cover magazine escapes me at this point. It was Iron, uh, Iron Man magazine. All right, guy appears on the cover. Me, as a reasonable person, I think it's the fucking coolest shit ever, man. We have a member of the New York City fucking police department who is being an example for physical fitness for the entire world. And they are on the cover of a goddamn magazine. And this is a guy who's one of the nicest people ever. Never hurt anybody, as far as I know. Right? But what do I see? Cops talking shit. Yo, I heard that guy's a fucking dick. Meanwhile, I know him. I know he's not a dick. Oh, I heard this guy's this. I heard this guy's that. That guy's a fucking piece of shit. Why the fuck does he get to be on the cover of the magazines? Yo, dude, we can't even celebrate the wins for people in our department, the people around us. We can't. Think about that. We seek to tear each other down Oh, somebody gets a position? Oh, they must have been fucking blowing the CO. They must have fucking known somebody. This fucking job sucks. It's all hooks. Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? The job is all hooks, a lot of it. And it sucks. But you know what? You cannot hate that person because they took advantage of an, of an advantage that you would have taken advantage of if you had it too. You can't hate that person, but you know you can hate the culture that we've created to where that's acceptable to take somebody who hasn't earned the position. That's another part of our culture that's been accepted. And we do it to ourselves, just like all of the other things I mentioned before. So when we talk about our mental health, our physical health, and how we don't take care of any of it, and we constantly tear each other down, rip each other apart, and then pour alcohol on it to fan the flames. That's our culture, man. If you've ever dissected it like me, It'll fucking blow your mind. It'll open your mind up. And one of the most mind-blowing things that people do not realize is that the main reason that cops do not seek mental health treatment is not because of the brass or administration or policy or the news media. It's because of the man and the woman next to them in the patrol car, in the locker room, at roll call, who is going to talk shit about them and what their reputation would become if they did do that. Because as much as you want to say in public, oh, I, I condone that. I, I think a cop should seek mental health treatment. But what the conversations that are going on behind closed doors behind cops are you just talk shit about five other people who you called a fucking psycho, who you called an EDP, who you called crazy, 
and you don't think that your partner fucking hears you talking shit about them and is now scared to go get help or scared to come to you for help because they're scared that you're going to talk shit about them. They're way more scared. And you remember, this is what I do. Okay. Now I study this stuff and they are way more scared of you sitting next to them in the patrol car and what you are going to do to them and their reputation and how people are going to think about them than they are about what happens to them administratively. Because they've already come to terms with what might happen to them administratively. If they want to seek help, they already understand and they understand how important it is. But what they could never get over is losing their friendships or worse, the possibility of losing their identity in their friendship circle of being a police officer because that is part of their identity and now they have no friends and nobody to talk to and everybody thinks they're fucking crazy and everybody writes them off. And I got and what's fucked up though is a lot of people do treat cops who seek help like that. They do. Not everybody that listen, and it's definitely improving from 10, 15 years ago, but cops still treat cops like that if they go seek mental health treatment. Or, you know, if they take a break from service because they have to get their shit checked out. And 99.9% of fixing cop culture and making it better comes down to us and what we do and how we interact with each other and how we control what we can control. Because like I said before, you can't control what the brass or the paper or the fucking politicians do, but we can control how we interact with each other and how we care about each other and what we do for each other and actually treat each other like brothers and sisters instead of some fucking guy that we're just trying to get a one-up on and talk shit about and fucking, you know, enable into their shitty behavior. Being a good person and being a good brother and a good sister, sometimes taking somebody who has a fucking problem and you see it and checking them, holding them to a higher standard, getting them better, getting them the help that they need and getting uncomfortable and telling somebody that they're fucking up. That's what being a real brother and sister is. Not talking shit about them. Could you imagine, those of you with siblings out there, real siblings, if some random fucking person started talking shit about your brother, how you would handle it? Or if you saw your actual fucking brother develop a fucking alcohol problem or cheat on their wife? Or fucking... It's, listen, we know we would handle it differently, right? But... It's just been so ingrained in our brain that this is fucking normal and normal to act like this that we just approach it with, eh, whatever. Here's what it is, bro. Guess it is what it is. And if if that's how you feel, and if you really feel like it is what it is, then at least admit that it's partially your fault and stop blaming outwards at everything because it's not everybody else's fault. It's all of our fault. And things are never going to change and they're never going to get better unless we really admit that to ourselves and that how toxic and poisonous we really are to ourselves way more than anybody else could ever be. Thank you for joining me this week on the Notorious HFL podcast. And once again, I'm your host, Notorious HFL, a.k.a. Huge Fat Loser on social media, Aaron Loman in real life. You can find me at AaronLohman.com. Once again, thank you for uh, enjoying this podcast I hope you liked it. Listen, I'm brutally honest always, and I will never sugarcoat shit, and I will never lie to you, and I will always be 100% upfront and honest, and I hope you got something out of this, and I hope you start treating the people around you in not only on the job, but off the job better than you have, and I hope you check in with yourself and realize the behaviors that you have and the behaviors that you enable and what you're doing and how it's hurting you and the people around you and actually take action and fix them because 
You're not going to get better. They're not going to get better. The culture's not going to get better until you actually take action and do something about it. Guys, thank you for your support always. Uh, if you got something out of this podcast, please share with a friend. Let them know. All right? Up until next time, I love you guys. I seriously love you, every single fucking one of you. All right? Peace.